Sienna Root, I've been a fan of you guys for a long time now, and um, I've been trying to get uh, you guys on the podcast, and um, I'm glad we finally made it work. Yeah, happy to be here. So, I got to ask you first off, is this your first U.S. interview, or have you done some interviews in the U.S. in the past? Um, I'm not sure. I don't remember. I think we've done a few, but uh, yeah, we've ne- done never a-, a podcast or anything like that. Well, that's good. Well, cool. Well, I'm glad to. I'm glad to be your first then. So I have to. So the, I first heard of uh, you guys. I first heard of Sienna Root in 2011 with the uh, Root Jam album, and that okay. was that was my introduction to the band. And that's a pretty good introduction to the band, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it's I was just where I, where I recommend when people say like, okay. Uh, which one should I buy? What should I start with? And then I, I always say like, yeah, but get Root Jam. You get some a lot of musicians and and something from most of the albums. Yes, and that's what I was gonna say because I really felt like it was almost kind of a much cooler best of type album. Like it gave you know at least for me, I got to hear so many different you know as, you know facets of the band with the different vocalists and not only that i felt like the style was very varied you know you got you know you went from the acoustic version of trippin to you know you know something as heavy and groovy as the rat and um i felt like that covered a lot of ground was that what you guys were looking to do with that album was to kind of use that as a way to introduce sienna root to other listeners or new listeners Maybe not exactly. I think we were more. We we wanted to do uh, as uh, as honest of a representation as possible uh, to our live shows, and and uh, I think uh, pretty much that's how we try to do our live shows uh, to to have um, big va- variations and and um, dynamic root rock experience, as we call it. <laughs> I think that that's probably the best description of it because it's like Sienna Root is everything I love about music in one band, you know? And so I think that's why I've been such... (laughs) Thanks a lot. It's one of the things that made me a a fan of yours the first time I heard you guys. And of course, you know, I I kept up with you guys from, you know, the Root Jam on up to um, Dream of Everlasting Peace, which I thought was a an amazing album. But you guys have been doing this for over, what, over 20 years now? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Time flies. Well, That's longer than most marriages. These days, yes. <laughs> yeah, these days. I mean, I've been, I've been with my wife for 22 years, so you guys are almost that long. Like, what, what has kept it together? For I know, I know, with the core group, you know, there was like a core three, if I'm correct, at at one point, and then it was kind of like a collective, uh, you know, with musicians kind of coming in and out, and you know, you know, just being a part of the band. What has kept it going for so long for you guys that it doesn't get old? I, I think we've had um, a vision of always uh, trying to renew ourselves and, and try to uh, to look forward in, in a way and not, not stay. I mean, a lot of bands do the same song over and over again on different albums or the same concerts over and over and again, and, and, mm-hmm. and that's fine. I, I, I enjoy that too. I enjoy those type of bands without naming anyone. But I think we've been trying to do uh, more of a, a thing where we we constantly change and we we want every concert to be unique and, and mm-hmm. not do the same thing. And, and that's been, um, with that 
point of view, it's been kind of easy to bring in new musicians and, and see what, what, what they can bring to the mix or what they can add to the soup or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with Sam there. Uh, that like the the uh, new elements that new musicians bring in is some of the fuel that keeps the band going also. Yeah. Like um, Sabaira comes in here and and we just rehearsed the uh, for the new upcoming European tour, mm-hmm. and she just brings in and develops the songs into something we haven't done before, and and it's it's a thrill and and something interesting and, and uh, uh, fresh. But what I think is fairly interesting also as coming in as a new member and trying to adapt as well as as uh, coming in with your own fuel, so, so to speak, to mm-hmm. complement already existing music is that it's it's a very relatable rock and roll music, rock music. It's It has elements of, of genres and, and rock that's that's very, you know, expands over not just stoner or not just the bluesy sound or whatever so it's <laughs> right. i mean it's, and that's also the reason why i love sienna root like that's really think that's one of the main points see and i think that's so funny because you know i mean you've got bands like blues pills graveyard and of, of course i know i'm going to say this band's name ron like it like in Tropy or uh, I was so close you know Americans uh, (laughs) let me tell you let me tell you Americans can butcher names I'm telling you like we can just totally fuck you guys up (laughs) you know (laughs) I mean my name is Zubaida you you will not imagine the stuff I've been throwing my way (laughs) well it's like it's so funny it's like I'm so glad that they've said said your name three times because when I was I was looking at it I was like is it Zubaid Zubai like like is it Zubaid? like so I'm so glad we've got that out of the way now I can say it's Zubai right is that right you yeah, say yeah. okay good can you pronounce my name then um love <laughs> it's actually a Swedish name Luva Luva see of course see yeah. there you go I fucked that one up too you know? so, <laughs> yeah gotcha I can bl- I can just blame that on not having my coffee yet you know so I'm still oh, yeah. you know I'm still trying to get it in but what, what time is it uh, over there it's 7:15 in the morning Oh, Jesus that Christ. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I get up early every morning. That's 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 what I do. You know, like my wife goes okay. to work, I get up, I make her coffee, you know, I see her off to work and then I come down and yeah, I'm a house husband, so I spend my days, you know, cleaning, vacuuming, doing laundry, going to the grocery. Like I you know, I, I'm li- I'm living the dream. Man. You know, I cook dinner, you know, so it's it's a, you know, it's a pretty Sounds sweet like gig. It. You, oh you yeah! Talk to strange dudes overseas. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I always tell my friends. I say, "Look, I'm a catch, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so you know, I do all the, uh, you know, I enjoy this." But <laughs> I'm not saying too much. But it actually sounds like a fairly sweet deal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I would love love a house husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Find one because I'm telling you, we will do it all. You know, like, you know. I mean, <laughs> I yeah. Guess- Cook. They're, they're hard to find, you know. It's not gonna be like. I guess it's a. It's a pretty good deal your your wife made there. It must be. You don't find it all, all over the place, do you? No, and let me t- because I think you know in America there's this kind of you know a lot of time this very misogynistic like you know like I'm the man I have to make the, the living you know and 
22, yeah, 20 years ago, my wife told me, she said, you know, I want to go to grad school and have a career. Are you okay with that? I was like, I'm a musician. I don't want a career. Like, I just want to, I want to play music and write. And she was like, okay, well, when I get a good job, you can do that. And so that's what I do. But, you know, let me tell you, I work harder doing this now than I did when I actually worked a job, man. You know, keeping a house is a lot of work, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so they say. Hey, and, you know, I have to earn my keep here, you know, because, like, you know, my wife can't come home and see me, you know, in my boxer shorts watching TV, you know, like I actually have to, you know, be vacuuming and dusting and but I love it. I, I totally recommend yeah. it. The, the buyer, if you can find one, I'm telling you, we're good for you. So, you know, <laughs> well, I will keep my eyes peeled. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, you know, so it's kind of like I said, like speaking of me messing up these band names, you know, like we had, you know, Blues Pills Graveyard, Lycanthropy. How did you say that again? Lycanthropy. Lycanthropy. And uh, Children of the Sun, like these great bands out of Sweden, Sienna Root, like, is it something in the water or something? Like, what is it that that has drawn this kind of rootsy sound, you know, to Sweden? I think think you're on to to something that, because we, this is probably the, um, the question we get, like, all the time in interviews from, mm-hmm. from from abroad, like what what's what's with Sweden, you know, and and I think um, I think you have that history in the U.S. Like you've had your times when everything comes from Seattle, mm-hmm. and you think like what's going on in Seattle, and you have the the New York era. Everything is like oh, why is all the the rock and roll coming from New York all of a sudden? And then of course the the San Francisco times and everything. So I don't think it's so much about um, the the geographic place. I think it's more like when when something starts in a place and starts growing, mm-hmm. uh, okay. it, it spreads locally more than than um, than uh, than far away, so to speak. So I I think a lot of it uh, is just that that a few few people started here and then it it, it grew here that, that's what i would say but i don't know maybe it could be something in the water also <laughs> no, but- <laughs> i can exclude that option it might be the water <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's the whiskey the beer i don't know you know it's like you know or, or like in the, in the late 60s what why were, were all the heavy bands how come they were from birmingham all of a sudden you know it's I don't know. I think it's I think more... it's uh, seriously speaking it's something about that that the good ideas as well as businesses they try to cluster. Mm-hmm. They they uh, there is one good idea um, good band on one place and this one has like synergy effects on other stuff and then you get like a bunch of people with a high knowledge in this kind of sound and this kind of um subculture. That mm-hmm. like develops out of itself and and and, um, and uh, like enforce. Every band that I love is like you know of every th- like two or three bands that I love. Like one of them is Swedish. You know what I mean? So it's like I have so yeah. many favorite bands that are all from you know if they're not from Sweden, they're from Finland. Like I think I just need to move there because that's the only way I'm gonna get to see you guys live. You know, because <laughs> very few of you come over to the states. You know, but we'd love to. So if you have an opening to get us to the U- to the U.S., we'll we'll be there. 
yeah. as soon as possible. We'll swim if we have to. <laughs> well, shit, you guys can. I have a big basement. You guys can stay in my basement, and we'll just have a big party. You know, like <laughs> nice. No, but we we really love to tour the U.S. It's been a, an ongoing dream for for a long time, but it's never been um, quite doable for different yeah. reasons. Yeah, yeah and it, it seems like it's not becoming easier with, with the with the political situation also. Yeah, this guy sucks over here. I'm telling you, like we have the worst president on the face of the earth, man. <laughs> like it's it's terrible over here. I was Couldn't just agree more. yeah, I know. I was just in London, and um, I was talking with some friends of mine over in London, and they said that basically they had the impeachment on all the TVs and the pubs because it was more interesting. <laughs> I was like, it's embarrassing, you know. So wow. <laughs> Yeah, but let us know if you uh, if you find an opening for yeah somebody that's willing to invite us. Well, I'll tell you what, if you guys could come over with like graveyard or something, like I just think that would be fucking amazing. You know, I've always told people like my my dream bill would be graveyard, Sienna root, and blues pills. Like I, my head would just explode if that happened. You know, like that would be a pretty good bill actually. Yeah. Actually, I would just like hop on a bus or a van with you guys and just do the whole tour just so I could get my fill, you know, before you had to go back. Compensate. Before you had to go back home. But yes, yeah. yeah, so speaking of, um, of um, Zabaya, um, Steamroller, I was a, I'm a big fan oh, of wow. Steamroller. I love that material, you know, and like with Lisa's Heavy, heavy Feather band. You know, yeah. and then even with the new single, um, which was just, you know, Organic Intelligence, which was just fucking fantastic. Um, is this going to be like the the touring band or are we or, or are you guys kind of whittling it down to a smaller touring band to where uh, Zabaya, you're going to be the like the primary vocalist? Well, as it's looking now, uh, I am going to do the majority vo- of the vocals mm-hmm. and not saying that Lisa would not be invited whatsoever. The, right. the sweet deal about this is that Lisa uh, will be able to do gigs that I won't be able to do and stuff like that. So, And and she's had the experience on being on the road as well. So that's really great. But she's kind of focusing on the heavy feather, which is also amazing. But that since steamrollers started to windle down... Uh, I felt it was a great opportunity to jump on this Yenarut train, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And when this uh, talk of the tour started coming up, I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. <laughs> sure enough, at least I was like, yeah, I want to focus on heavy feathers. So it all just kind of worked out very much yeah. in that capacity. And we're, we're going to be a smaller group, I think, for this European tour. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're is... going to have a full-blown show in, in Stockholm and Gothenburg yeah. to just play the the new record from from a to z and uh then we're gonna yeah mainly tour in a smaller constellation because it's more convenient this way and we Mm -hmm. will invite like a sitar player on on um, uh on this uh, european tour stian who plays on the on the record as well zabea i was gonna ask you about steamroller actually um so is steamroller you're kind of like your baby, like your 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 thing, or is that kind of like I, I heard noticed you said it was kind of dwindling down a little bit. Does that mean that the band isn't in existence anymore, and that you're putting all your energy into seeing a root? Uh, well, pretty much yes. The thing was that it Steamroller started off as a 
it wasn't supposed to be uh, a um, a band that was going anywhere. It just started up with me and a couple friends playing our <laughs> second instru- instrument instruments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the drummer is actually a keyboard player and the guitarist is actually bass bu- bass player. And I've never, at that point, I had never like played keys and uh, sang at the same time. So it was very much just us coming in together and you know doing what our male counterparts did when they were like 12, <laughs> going to a <laughs> rehearsal space and, you know, turning up the amp and just see if you can write music together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it, it just, it, it kind of expanded into, you know, oh, well, this is going well, let's try to do some gigs. Oh, okay, let's, it was very much like that. So there was no vision in the same way that Sienna Roots is very much, you know, going places. And then at some point, you know, for the others, I think I was kind of overly ambitious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which isn't a bad you, thing, right? You know? <laughs> no, I, I don't necessarily consider it a bad thing, but you know, if other people are not at the same at the same, you know, go as yourself, you know, you get into situations that doesn't necessarily uh, make for a positive friendship <laughs> in the future. So well, that's why why we uh, thought that this is a good thing to yeah, continue working on it, and Sienna Root is the perfect form for it. Exactly. Well, Sienna Root is a very ambitious band, you know, and yeah. so that really meshes with your personality then, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, so absolutely. one of the things I was also going, curious about with the different with the different sh- you know, shifting lineups and whatnot, does it ever cause any kind of, like, not really problems, but how do, how do the fans react to knowing that there there might be a different singer or there might be different people in the band? Are, are the fans generally pretty just open to whatever? Or do you find that the fans say, like, oh, I'd rather hear so-and-so on vocals or hear so-and-so doing this? Well, yeah. You always, I mean... In general, rock fans are conservative, and and they are used to you know, they want whatever the original band you know. You're either Dio or you're. They they want Ace Freely. <laughs> they don't care if they have a guy in the same makeup. You know, that's not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Someone that plays better. Yeah, I want Ace Freely. <laughs> you know, you, you know, so... it doesn't matter. It has to be a drunk person who is the original <laughs> you know, that's that's the nature of rock somehow but uh, on, on the other hand i think um, we've wanted to put sienna root as um, uh, as a as a quality stamp like you know if you go to sienna root concert what you do know is you, you don't get the same show twice but you you, you know that you get something you're, you're going to enjoy and that's going to be in, unique unique and in the in the sound and vein of of sienna on a route and I uh, my experience is maybe it's because people don't tell me if they think differently <laughs> but my experience <laughs> is that uh, of you. <laughs> uh, yeah. when they've seen a show they're never disappointed promoters fans they're always like wow I've seen you so many times but this was really cool or whatever but then beforehand you always get like hey well, what's going on now I, I saw you six months ago with uh, this singer or that guitar player or whatever so what's going on now? So so people are a, a, a bit conservative and, and worried uh, beforehand generally, but uh, so far I don't think we've let anybody down. Well, that's actually you know that that's kind of how I would feel because I almost feel like as a fan, just listening to you guys for so long, 
is that I've never felt like there has been a loss of quality. You know, of course, like early on, I was like, I'm like, bring back Sonya. Oh my God. You know, <laughs> and, yeah, then, yeah. and then all of a sudden, yeah. you know, I hear a dream of lasting peace and I'm like, keep that guy. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you know, and we've heard that a lot as well. But yeah, speaking of like the, the conservative rock uh, fan, uh, we also get a lot of cred from from people that move just a little bit outside of the rock. Fans that also listen to folk music, that listen to jazz or blues, they are much more open to, to uh, this kind of constellation. I mm -hmm. mean, if you uh, go to see average jazz um, artist, you, you don't wonder so much. Is that the drummer that played on that record or, well, it becomes less of a of a problem. Yes, yes, exactly. Because one of the things I was, you know, to kind of go back to Root Jam was that one of the things I loved so much, and again, that's what attracted me to the band, was the diversity of it. Like, it, you know, there's obviously some world music influence, there's blues influence, like there's even some some kind of like a jam band kind of sound to you know where like a lot of exploratory you know just yeah. playing where it doesn't feel like you're locked into a specific formula i actually told people that sometimes you guys reminded me of like a swedish rusted root only you were more like psychedelic at times and you know, a lot more diverse um where yeah. where did you where do you guys pull your influences from as far as certain artists? As I mentioned before, I mean having a lot of people like contributing to to the band uh, is one big key and a, a big influence. But then it's also about mindset. I mean, not be so conservative. Like, yeah, this was a good song. Let's try to make that song again. But like, try to like keep the 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 sound of the analog sound but yeah try something new put the uh, indian um, yeah music traditions in there mm -hmm. but but i also have to be honest and say like speaking about the conservative stuff and lineups and stuff uh, I, I can really relate to it because in in one way I'm I'm the same I'm not for I can tell you like when I heard a couple of years ago the Black Sabbath reunion and it was like yeah it's Black Sabbath going to do the final tour or whatever but without Bill Ward mm -hmm. like fuck count me out I'm not going there <laughs> I was the same way because even though you know a lot of people who don't really know music would say some kind of stupid shit like oh well it's just the drummer and i'm like no it's fucking bill ward man there's a big difference man like in you know in the guy you know you know the guy plays with like a swing and kind of a jazz feel where the guy that they had who's ozzy's drummer like has no groove you know and i was like i'm out i don't want to see them without bill ward you know uh, same for me so so in that way i really understand the fans that that are asking about lineups and stuff but I think what's constant in this group is the two of you guys. I think, and that's one of the stuff I love about. I mean, I think it's so funny you mentioned Root Jam because it's also one of my absolute favorite records that also sort of got me into this band. But what I, what I, one of the songs that I loved most on that one is the the Bim Palasi. Oh song, yes, which is is entirely instrumental, but it's like 
the way that you guys uh, play together on bass and and drums, I think, is such a major part of the sound, and and that's why I think people will always have n- know that there will be quality because <laughs> the two of you guys are so amazing. <laughs> Drummer and a bass player who fucking cares. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, and I think there's like a lot of people who who listen to rock are also musicians, so they can, you know. They can really uh, um, appreciate the way that you guys uh, come come forward in the music because you're very much there. Like it's not very much in the background. You're what you guys are doing is very central to this group, which is mm. what I think is one of the reasons. I, I would like to say that the the, the sound of Sienna Root is. I would like to think that it's something more than just tied to a person. That it's more a mindset or a vibe to the whole group that. This is something that I adore with uh, with groups, bands that are like four or five people, um, decent musicians, but together they've they've create something that is much bigger than any of these guys could have managed on their own. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I try to promote in the in the band also that everybody should be there and do what they are best at and develop it develop it even further see and i love that because i'm a big i'm a huge grateful dead fan like you know i'm a total deadhead been a fan for over 20 years and you know even though you guys aren't musically similar it's that same mindset where you get a group of people together and they create something that's bigger than themselves it's where the music matters and where the music takes over and, and it's bigger than each person if that makes sense yeah yeah that's exactly what what we aim for you guys obviously have so much material now like how do you guys pick a set list for the shows do you guys change set lists every night or do you find one set list and just work that one for like a tour a bit of both i i think we we have like a starting set list for a tour Mm -hmm. with lots of songs and then after a few shows, we we change some stuff, or we we find new jams around certain passages in the music, and then maybe we throw some songs out and some songs in, or or make it longer or shorter or whatever. So so we have it. Um, the set list is, is kind of alive, but we 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 start with something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's usually a foundation that we build around, and this this is something we pick from. What sounds to nice in this lineup? If there is uh, a sitar in the lineup that we we're doing, like we try to incorporate more of like the Indian stuff that we we've done, mm-hmm. uh, and then of course the the, the range of the vocals uh, um, determine what songs sound better and also what what we feel like. Yeah. Well, so Sabaya's obviously got a, you have a very, um, your voice is just so full of character and full of depth. I mean, is, are there any particular songs that you look at and go, I can't wait to do that live or that, you know, that, you know, or or are there songs that you say like, I couldn't, I couldn't do that live? Oh, that's a good question. I, um, we have a couple songs from, uh, Oh, what record is that? It's um, Far From The Sun, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, I don't know the name of the person who's singing there. 
Sorted. 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 Yeah. I mean, I just love that record because mm-hmm. there's so many hits in there. And I mean, I, th- I think I've been thinking since I started listening to Sienna, like, I would love to sing this songs. And I think we have a couple with us now that I'm really excited to to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, I mean, when it comes to, there's some uh, with the male vocalists that, you know, they have a different range. So we'd have to switch up some keys. Mm-hmm. So that's worked out anyway. Uh, in general, but uh, I mean, I'm pretty flexible. I work very much with, within like blues, C, uh, uh, and lo- like genres, and I like to to uh, you know take it from uh, change it up a little bit. I I think it's nice to improvise with a melody that you have. So so I always try to <laughs> to insert my own character, even though the melody doesn't allow that from the beginning. So we'll see how that flies <laughs> on the tour. Maybe everybody's going to be like. Why is she not singing the right melody? <laughs> but you also get uh, really uh, big range for, for your vocals. So mm-hmm. Your voice is, uh, has a big range there. Yeah. That helps. Yeah, it hasn't been, so far, it hasn't been anything that they haven't been able to do yeah. with you. And, and that's been, that hasn't always been the case with some other vocalists. Sometimes it's like, okay, this one we just can't do or whatever. But. Yeah. Y'all are so nice to each other. I love that. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, so one of my favorite songs by you guys is Trippin'. Like that to me is just, you know, that that was one of my favorite songs when I first heard it. Um, and of course, because I never get to see you guys live or I've never seen you live except for on, you know, YouTube or something. I really don't have much of an idea as to what the fan favorites are. Is there like, a specific song or a couple songs that like you always have to play live for the fans it's fun, funny you ask because we talked about Luva and I talked about it like just the other day uh, like um, do, do do we re- do we really have any smoke on waters or, or, or do can we just do anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's important to, to ask yourself this stuff once in a while yeah, but then we were like yeah but you know uh, somehow words and coming home uh, seems to be like uh, something we played very much on 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 tour but both of them are from the first album new day dawning uh so can we really do a show without coming home in words and we're like yeah but you know we did we, we couldn't really tell if it's if if we have to play them or if we think we have to play them because we we have always done so or not always but a lot so i mean because there's so many songs you know and like like I said, looking back on your songs, like I know which ones I would want to hear, you know, like if I was to see you live, that would be like, okay, you, you need to send us a set list. I was actually just going to say, so like if you guys ever come here, I'm going to make your fucking set list. So, <laughs> but I'll give you enough time. I'll give you enough time so you can practice it, you know? <laughs> Thanks. Well, so I only have a few more questions for you guys, but, um, uh, when I do like the sign off and I say thank you guys or whatever, don't hang up right away because I want to g- give you guys a proper thank you because I hate hanging up on people. So, um, right. so just hold on when I say that. But um, well, so we you guys were talking about touring, you know, wanting to tour the U.S. What would be like? What would be a dream tour for you guys? And I think you guys could each answer because I'd be interesting. I'd be interested to hear 
what a dream tour for each of you would be. Coast to coast and back. <laughs> coast to coast, the southern route, and then back to northern. <laughs> well, what bands? I mean, like, what band would you would be a dream to to for you guys to tour with? I mean, like a, a total fantasy or a realistic dream? It could be either. Okay, so how about the 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 twenty twenty Led Zeppelin reunion? Oh, <laughs> that would really work. I could totally see that. <laughs> Oh yeah, we would get up on stage together and do some. Yeah. Yes, you could yes. all you could all get together and you know do Battle of Evermore. That'd be incredible with a Why sitar. <laughs> yes, no problem. <laughs> well, what about you, other guys? What, what, like, what would who would you lo- love to share a stage with? Oh, uh, you got me there. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> too, too too much, too much of a choice. Well, I'll just say graveyard for you and just get that oh, yeah. so, out of uh, <laughs> no, would Your idea there with graveyard and blues pills would be awesome. Mm. That would be a really nice triple bill, I think. That would be a Swedish invasion yeah. over here. Yeah. You know? What about you, Zavaya? <laughs> like any particular band that you could see yourself just like loving to tour with? or? Well,. I don't know. I mean, uh, I have a very much smaller range of, uh, of uh, aspirations aspirations when mm-hmm. it comes to this because I haven't really done a proper tour yet. But <laughs> <laughs> I know some bands that I would love to, you know, hang around with. You know, uh, I mean, like, it's not might not might be the best fit with Sienna Root per se. But I mean, I love like Rival Sons. I love like all the witches would be yeah, awesome. Rival Sons would be awesome. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we played with all them witches once, uh, once uh, in in Greece, and and we had a very nice uh, party at the hotel afterwards. And, and the bass player and I were actually laying our our Rickenbacker basses on the bed in the hotel on the, with a pillow and everything. And <laughs> Base porn. (laughs) Base porn. Yeah, but I like yours. And yeah, what what do you think about this? And okay, let's take a photo. (laughs) But I would love to be also like hanging out with like Black Angels. It's I think is an amazing band as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's on on the other scale, maybe of uh, of what what one wants to do. But yeah, something like that. I love that because your choices. Oh, go ahead. European tour, we're gonna do some shows with um, the Dutch band The Wolf. Oh, that's a great band. And uh, so um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that a lot. And maybe, maybe we could bring that package over to the states. Why not? Oh, yeah, that would be fantastic. So, okay, I gotta ask you this: What is your favorite food to eat on the road? <laughs> Uh, this this band, you, you, that's a very good question because this band is very much about eating. <laughs> There's a lot in the tour bus. It's always talk about when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat, winning competitions, all that kind of stuff. So we should be able to answer, but I don't know what. <laughs> why so I think I think our taste for for food is as diverse as our music taste. Also, oh, that's a great answer. Yeah, that's a great answer. I would say that uh, I I love like. Um, easy uh, fresh stuff like a cool salad uh, at the meantime i know that sam doesn't really fancy that he wants like 
yeah, one more yeah, like what do a I want? lasagna, <laughs> lasagna, yeah, yeah, come it, on. Italian food, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I go for the Italians. <laughs> well, what do you like? That's I don't know. I mean, I work in a Mexican place, so I eat burrito most of the time. So if I can get away from the burritos and I just have a, <laughs> a fresh salad, I'm good. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I had some friends, um, uh, Jess and the Ancient Ones from Finland. I don't know if you've heard of them, but um, in- incredible, man. They're called Jess and the Ancient Ones. And um, they, they toured North America a few years ago, opening for King Diamond. And they had never been to the U.S. And they fell in love with... Um, U.S. candy, like Reese's peanut butter cups, and they Whoa. also discovered buffets, you know, where all you can eat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they said they went back to Finland. They had all gained like 15 pounds. You know? so, <laughs> <laughs> that's why everyone is so fat in America, you know? Like, you know, I ordered a Sienna Root XL shirt, and it looked like a jogging bra. On me like it was just so <laughs> tight but um well so if you were to, <laughs> oh so hopefully you'll make your shirts bigger <laughs> <laughs> you have you have a fat fan over here man come on <laughs> <laughs> keep that in mind. well so uh, what u.s food would you love to look forward to eating like if you were to come over to the states uh, I haven't been to the States since I was a kid, so uh, what is there to choose between? Do you have the menu? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we have, we have all kinds of crappy food here that's delicious. Like, it, it's right. definitely not healthy, but it's good. <laughs> we have a lot of American Chinese food here. Um, like, oh Yeah, that could be nice. What else? We have like Chinese food. We have Mexican food, but Anissa would probably would not like that because she works around it all day. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, lot, lot of depends. like. I would be interested in trying to see how it is done in America. We're, we're, it's a very. I work in a in a very Americanized uh, uh, sort of venue slash Mexican place. So yeah, we're very Americanized in general here in Sweden. Yeah. Well, like I said, the, 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 we we can ruin everything. You know, <laughs> like you know, it's like it's like we can make sushi American. You know, it's like it's, it's insane what we can do. So, but do you um, put like ketchup on it? <laughs> Dude, they put ketchup on everything here. But I do have to say, I'm I, I I love mayonnaise and French fries. So that that's my French influence. You know, I'll take you right. guys out and we'll do that when you come to the states. I'll take you guys on a food tour. So we'll do wow. that. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> just br- just bring sweatpants. You know, so. <laughs> Yeah, they'll stretch, you know. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you something that we we all appreciate. That is, um, um, the uh, Swiss uh, raclette. You know this? No, what is that? It's, oh, that's it's dangerous. grilled cheese. That's gr- that's dangerous. Grilled vegetables uh, or sausages or whatever you like, and then you put have um, a grill iron uh, on the on the table so everybody uh, makes their own grill and they <laughs> pour like this grilled cheese yeah you drown everything in cheese yeah so it's, <laughs> it's, it's tough on your heart and yeah, your we, cholesterol we had, we had this on tour once and how many kilos of cheese did we yeah. we had a half a key per person <laughs> yeah half a key per person so we were all and we were up in the mountains in switzerland and we thought like how are we going to get an ambulance here if somebody's, you know, <laughs> somebody goes down? Yeah. 
<laughs> at one point, we were some people that were worried for our life. Uh, yeah. Well, like, like everybody was lying on the floor, like trying to breathe. <laughs> Just severe food coma. Oh, I love to hear this because I was ch- talking to my buddy Jacob, who plays the guitar in Children of the Sun, and he was like, "We eat potatoes with everything." <laughs> I was like, I guess they're all like vegetarian and stuff like that. I was like, oh man, no, you don't know what you're missing. You you guys need meat. They're so skinny. They're so skinny. We're, yeah, we, we're mainly vegetarian in this band as well. Yeah. Oh man, see that's why you guys are all. That's why you guys all don't look like me. You know. <laughs> so, you know? Well, look, I have really enjoyed talking to y'all finally and getting to know you guys, and y'all are so sweet and very wonderful and i love the band and i'm so looking forward to the release of the new album in march and um i'll definitely be plugging the hell out of it and making sure that everyone i know will give it a listen cool that's very kind of you yeah you appreciate it well like well thank you all so much and good luck with the album and the tour and all that good stuff and uh keep in touch yeah Yeah, thank you man Thank you for being great talking to you, and uh, I hope you have a re- relaxed last piece of the day here. Yeah, oh, it's morning for you. I have a lot to do today. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck so, with that. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, you guys, and have a good one. Yeah, you too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.